And that's it. How was your week? Uh, my week was boring other than my truck getting ready to be in the shop. So I'm stuck home. I don't like being stuck home, Joe. There's a difference between pandemic stuck home and I could ride around in my truck without a mask on. Um, that I can do, but like being where you're like, okay, five days, you're going to be home and you can't go anywhere. I don't like it. And it's, it's been happening, unfortunately, a little bit more where I don't get a chance to go out after work just for a Mm -hmm. variety of reasons of whatever's going on, people coming or whatever. And after dark is more or less the food show these days after dark, uh, 297. We're almost at 300 of this show. How about that? Right. We should have a big spectacular for 300. I don't think that's going to work. Ah, well, we could figure something out, but we won't. I'm not going to figure anything out. I'm done figuring things out. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, like I said, food talk, things, planning, life, uh, a lot of things being looked at regarding what's going to happen because my kid is going back to school August 31st. A question mark. Throw a question mark at the end of that. Well, Wilson. Okay. August 31st, he is going to start learning third grade things. Mm-hmm. The how and the where are still up in the air. Right. Uh, as of, they're supposed to be meeting with, they, the, uh, local school district is supposed to be meeting with the school board, uh, this, no, not this Friday, in like two weeks, August mm-hmm. 4th, August 5th, does that sound like a thing? Sure. Like two weeks as this goes live, right? Mm-hmm. Um, in regards to how it's going to be, they're having a bunch of options that are being given, but that's the thing. With whatever options they give today, are those the options that the school board is going to agree to in two weeks? Are those going to be things that are physically feasible in six weeks? And then let's say whatever they decide, who's to say something's not going to gum up the works to make whatever they plan to go forward with on August 31st completely down the drains? Right. You could never plan for work gumming. Right. And, you know, my wife and I have been having a lot of things about, like, we need to focus on, like, what the constants are in all of this planning. Like, it sucks that we have no answer in regards to what's going to go on with the school. Like, all we know is August 31st, he goes back to school. Right. Does that mean 100% cyber home? Does that mean half the time? Does that mean he's going back to school? Like, honestly... And there's, you know, I'm basing this on nothing. I'm throwing this out there. I would, the dream scenario is (laughs) that everyone in third grade of his school decides we're going to just cyber school our kids, except for like his like six friends. Okay. So they're the only kids that are in third grade. They're (laughs) kids that he's already been exposed to. They've been exposed to each other. They don't have to worry about, like, a crowded classroom because there's only six or seven of them. And then they can just go back to school. And I'm not one of these people that says, like, oh, I'm sick and tired of my kids. Get them out of the house. Like, I'm working from home. Whether he's at school, like, a quarter mile away from my house or he's out in the dining room doing his schoolwork there. It does not impact me and my job as it's going on, you know? Now, I have a question with that because – 
see, I don't know your kid like day to day. Like I know sure. your kid from the stories. Can you trust him to do his work? If, if April's off doing her, you know, scooping gummy candy out of teeth, right. you're able to do your super secret science job. Does, let me put it this way. Does somebody have to keep an eye on him to make sure that he's not wandering off? And I mean, I don't mean like, you know, daydreaming or not doing his work. Like, is he pretty good with that? Daydreaming? Uh, not doing his work is another thing. Okay. Um, when he was doing school, like, luckily it coincided with my wife being off work, so she mm-hmm. was able to kind of be there with him, which continues that symbiotic relationship that the two of them have. <laughs> right. Um, but we don't know what's going to happen. Like, obviously, if it ends up that he is going to have to be schooled from home, like, does that mean, like, He's going to have to be relied to do these things by himself with me just in the other room. Um, Is he going to have to do it at night when I'm done with work? Um, Am I going to have to read, adjust my schedule of super secret science work to see if like I could have it move from my nine to five to like 12 to eight. But we don't know any of that because we don't know what the school is doing yet. Right. We know the options. We know the options that they've given us, but we don't know what's going to happen with any of it. You know. Right. And April's definitely back to work now. Yes. Okay. She is and has been for like two weeks. More than that, three weeks. I I figured because you know, like I forgot I had to drop something off at your house, and you're like, "Yeah, she's she's off." Like you know, so I just you know put it in between the doors and stuff like that. But I I I didn't know like. But that could turn around on a dime too, because who knows when we're gonna we're gonna slide back to the yellow, Joe. I I have a feeling, you know. Right, and that's that's the big thing, of course. You know, like mm-hmm. let's say they decide, like, okay, we're safe to open up the schools. The gauging that we've got from the parents that we have enough interest that there's gonna be people staying home, but there's enough interest that we have enough kids that are gonna be going back to the schools. And then something happens that's out of our controls, and they're like, "Yeah, we got to go back to like the red and the yellow for two weeks." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then... But and... like I said, that's something we. This is all stuff that you're just gonna have to fly. And I know you love this kind of stuff, flying by the seat of your pants. Uh-huh. But until you know this, that's all you can do is wing it, Joe. Right, and and the main thing is is just kind of focusing on the constants that we have. Like we know he's going back to school at some point. I still have a job. You have a job. My job is going to be a little bit more flexible, I think, if need be. Mm-hmm. But hopefully we won't have to cross that bridge. But if we do have to cross that bridge, we'll cross that bridge when we come to it. Right now, like, let's just kind of focus on the things that we can affect. Right, until, right. you know, first or second week of August when they tell us for sure what's going on, you know? Right. That's kind of the way I lead my life. I, I'm only going to think about the stuff that I can affect. The stuff that I can't affect is, you know, out of my control. And even the stuff that I can affect, sometimes I like to stick my head in the sand. That's another, like, that's a, that's a Todd move, like, straight up. Like, like eh, if I don't look at it, it'll go away. So that's, that's my advice to you, Joe, is just stick your head in the sand. Yeah. Unfortunately, I can't do that. Uh, unfortunately, right. you know, at some point, you know, things are going to happen. It just you know, I, it's being asked to answer a question that no one has the answer to right. is an impossibility, you know? No, I get it. Yeah. And, like, I'm guessing you're super, super busy, too, like, at work. Yeah. I mean, because I know you've, like, dropped hints, but 
I'm thinking like I'm thinking in all this. I th- I'm thinking the way a company thinks, and super secret science is like any other company. They want to save money or whatever, and they're figuring they send people home so they don't have to pay their they pay the building, like you said. But in that. I have a feeling not like they let some people go and there's tons of work coming to each individual more than usual. You know what I mean? Uh Uh-huh. So that's my guess. I don't know because I don't have my foot in the secret science, super secret science door the way you do, but I could just imagine. And especially the way I know you've kind of stayed away from social media a little bit, but I, you're so far away that I think like, I'm like, is it him, you know, just getting away or is he super busy? And it's, in my mind, it's super, super busy. It's it's both. Well, I figure a little from column A, a little from column B, but, yeah. you know. But I actually have a question for you, if you don't mind me asking. Oh, go ahead. We were going to talk about food, but go ahead. All right, just really quick. Um, when you put up that Metallica uh, YouTube video today for, uh, what is it, uh, Whom the Bell Tolls? Yeah. Um, are because I don't know. I know your musical tastes are Foo Fighters and stuff, and I know some other stuff. Are you a Metallica fan? Yeah. Okay, you're a Metallica, Metallica fan. Metallica is awesome. All right. So you put that up. Is that a wrestling thing, or did you just put it up because you like Metallica? Uh, yeah. Yeah. A little, little um, from column A, a little from column B. Hang on. I, I need to remind myself of something here. Hang on. Okay, no problem. I did it for a reason. Everything I do is for a reason, Todd. It's there's no, I'm, there's, there's, there's always some sort of scam angle. or scheme or something that I'm up to, you know? You're the angle man. I'm always working something, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I need to look at this. Because I forget sometimes that there are people who get this show early. Right. right. Oh, is, uh, <laughs> is there like spoiler stuff because stuff's pre-recorded? Yeah, yeah. That's all you had to say and, to me. I, and I, I threw I threw that out there as a red herring, if you will. Ah, okay. So I'm not going to dwell on the wrestling stuff. Right. Because I'm just going to put up, first of all, you put up For Whom the Bell Tolls. And then, then I put up, like, you know, Hell's Bells, which is the greatest song about bells. And they both have bells that start out. Um, I was just curious because all that happened. And then this weekend, as this drops on Friday to the people who don't have the Patreon, Saturday is going to be the 40th anniversary of Back in Black. Ooh. Right. So, like, all this we've always discussed. Like, you're like, oh, and let me know any information on concerts. And there was rumors of a new album. And I figured we would have all had information about this. Like, one of those would have happened for the 40th anniversary of Back in Black. But due to, like, you know, these troubling times, um, none of that happened. So it makes me sad. But the fact that, you know, it will be 40 years for probably, like, one of the top 10 selling, I know it's definitely in the top 10, selling albums of all time. You know what I mean? Like, uh, it just just spiked that interest in me to, like, to discuss it. And I, just for the record, because you always ask me, there's no, there's no news about an upcoming concert, Oh, okay. So, but it blows me away that it's been 40 years since Back in Black came out. Yeah, it was, like, almost like music was perfected at that point. They didn't really need to make any new songs after that. Um, One after that. Thunderstruck was the one they needed (laughs) to make after that. (laughs) 
But and then they could have stopped music because Thunderstruck might be my favorite ACDC song, even though it's so far into their repertoire. That's when the, the albums start going downhill. But that was the year I graduated, and the world is never the best than when you're 18. That's a rule, Joe. I don't know if you know that. Like everything after that is just downhill. So I live that. But uh, you know, as much as I'm a Bon Scott guy, who I know sometimes you said you didn't know that there was two singers in ACDC. He was the first one till 80 and he died through misadventure. And then uh, Brian Johnson took over and back in black is their biggest selling album, but I'm a big fan of all the stuff before that. And then thunderstruck is my favorite song, but uh, yeah, I think I'm going to be celebrating this weekend with, uh, with uh, lots of music. And when I listen to ACDC, Joe, my neighbors get to listen to ACDC, too. That's so, mighty considerate of you to share with the, that's the neighborhood. Right. Yep, I don't want to hold it all to myself, hoard it, you know? Yeah. But, uh, but I would say uh, Back in Black probably is my favorite ACDC song. Really? Uh, yeah, I would say so. It's and again, so much of ACDC is co-opted even currently to this day uh, by sports and entertainment. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a, again? I, I, I the, the name of the song might be "Are You Ready." It is "Are You Ready" for that's sure. the opening theme song to Friday Night SmackDown. Right, and when I found that out, I threw up in my mouth a little bit. All right, but anyway, uh, but. So so many wrestlers use ACDC because like it's got like the like many of the songs have like a little bit of a build up part like get you ready for the guy then there's the part where he comes from the curtain or is you know the pyro hits or the whatever it is right and back in black was the theme of one of my favorite wrestlers of all time I know you'd be surprised about this Todd but a wrestler from the uh, early to mid nineties has passed away and is no longer with us <laughs> shocking very shocking statement but uh, second favorite. ACDC song is uh, Big Gun from the Last Action Hero soundtrack. That is, and I've always said that, and I know I've said it a million times on the show, that's the last truly great AC Angus Young guitar riff. That's the last truly great song by them. Mm-hmm. So, but I, like I said, I, if I had a pick, and I know you're not like you don't you're not up on it. Me, that my favorite Bon Scott song is "If You Want Blood, You Got It." And then, like I said, Thunderstruck. Whenever I hear Thunderstruck, uh, my my car has its own mind, and I have to go ninety miles an hour. It's I, I don't do it. The car does it somehow. Oh, okay. It's just like when I, I tell the cops, like they, I've been pulled over. They're like, "Do you know you were speeding?" Officer Thunderstruck came on, and they let me go. It's just they're like, "Be on your way, sir. I'll allow it." I have a couple other theories why they might let you go as well, but we'll save those for another day, I think. <laughs> All right. Um, I did get Chinese food this weekend. That was good. I uh, oh, We went to a sit-down restaurant for the first time since all this happened. Really? Which one, if you don't mind me asking? Not that uh, they're a sponsor so, of the show. No, no. So we've gone out to eat, but like a lot of places uh, that we've gone to have had the outdoor seating that we've gone to. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ace's favorite hibachi place, a local diner in the uh, greater Music Scranton area when we talked about diners on the show here a couple weeks ago. Right. And these are all places that had outdoor seating. Uh, Monday was a long day, busy day for all parties involved, lots of discussions. And it was like quarter to eight. And we hadn't had dinner yet. And I'm like, what the hell are we going to do? So I go, let's go try this. It's a place uh, across the bridge from where I am called Ollie's. 
Legends, right? It's like, uh, you know, it's uh, like the non-chain version of like a Denny's or something. Or right. It's yeah, like, like a that. it's like a dollar store Perkins. Sure, but their food is really good, and because they're not like a chain place, like there's not like a uniformity. Like you go to a Denny's, and you're gonna get the same pancake that you got at a Denny's in New Mexico that you get in Pennsylvania, right? Right. The whole point because is everything needs to be done by a picture that's in the back by the way that they train their chefs. Right. See, falling down the movie. Right. Exactly. <laughs> so. I go to like their website and everything else, their Facebook, whatever, to see if they have any sort of like dining. And it says that they have outdoor dining. But by the time that we get our asses in gear and get over there for eight o'clock for dinner, they've closed the outdoor dining area. Now the tent was still up. The tables were still out. None of the like chairs were overturned onto the tables, but we were just told like, well, the outdoor area is closed. I'm like, okay. Um, so this is where we're going to eat. And there was maybe like two other couples in the place, mm-hmm. two other groups, quote unquote, but everyone was like kept in like opposite corners of the place. Right. Right. So, you know, it was just like, this is what the new thing is going to be. Like there were salt and pepper shakers on the table, but like no other condiments. If you ordered condiments, they came out and they would like be in pre-portioned, like little like cups, paper cups. Plastic cups. Plastic. Well, throw uh, disposable is the word I'm looking for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. So you know, it was interesting, and like, I'm okay. Listen, I'm okay with the way the world is going to change. Where I go somewhere to eat, and I don't have to wait a long time for my food, and there's not a lot of people there, and there's not a lot of waste. Mm-hmm. Um. But the converse side of this is, um. You know, I I was always, and we probably talked about this on After Dark before. Like, I've always been and always will be a big tipper. Yep. Uh, But I feel as though, and this has kind of been ingrained in me in the last, like, four months as all this has been going on, that any of these food places that are open, like, places where you did not tip before, you now have to tip. Places where you tip before, you have to, like, double tip. I'm, I'm, I'm half of what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like, I went to Long John Silver's today to pick up something because we had people over, uh, and they were talking about how there used to be lots of lots of Arthur Treachers in the area, <laughs> and it got me thinking about fish from a fast food place, so that's what I got myself for dinner today. Right. And, like, I tipped the person who worked the drive through three bucks. Well, okay. You I'm... know what I mean? I get what you're saying, because, long story short today, because I didn't have my vehicle... Um, today was the day that I go get my, uh, bagels. Like before I used to go every morning and pick one up, but now because of the, because of the pandemic and and they weren't open and they were only open for curbside and it, it became a hassle to go get one bagel. I would buy a dozen, put them in the freezer or in the refrigerator or whatever I was doing. So I'd have a week worth of bagels today. I was like, my, I don't have my truck. Could you deliver them? And they're like, okay, we will. And they came and it was basically, here's my money. And they're like, well, you know, I was going to tip them. They're like, Oh, I didn't bring any change. I'm like, don't matter. And it turned out to be like a $6 tip. I was like, but they're like, I could drop money off when I'm coming back or when you come in again. I'm like, I don't care. But now of the mind, like a fast food restaurant, I, never would I tip now. Like really? I, I know that sounds bad, but it's like of this, especially because 
I'm getting it through the drive-through. There's glass there. You're handing it. A lot of times, I don't know what the drive-through at uh, Long John Silver's was like, but I got Arby's. They're handing it out in in big Tupperware containers, so I don't have to touch their hand or whatever. I'm like, I get it, but I don't tip at fast food restaurants. It's I don't know why. That's just even in this in these troubling times, I won't do it. I normally don't, but again, these troubling times, comma Todd. Right. Um, I feel as though it's kind of like a thank you for being open. Right. Thank you for like having to deal with this, whatever this is, whatever you consider this mm-hmm. to be. You know, obviously this is not optimal for everyone, but you yeah. having to deal with people face to face. And listen, there's fast food places all around where I live. And that line for the, every fast food place is around the building every mm-hmm. day, seven well, days you. a week. Even when I don't get a chance to leave my house, I hear about it, you know? Mm-hmm. So they're swamped, I'm sure. They're inundated with tons and tons of people. And, you know, if I get, like, a fish filet meal at Burger King and it's $7 and I give them 10 and I say keep the change, that's kind of, like, one me saying thank you to them, but also, you know, I don't know how often they get that. And, and you know, obviously this this sampling that we're taking here, you and I, it's maybe about 50% of the time. Right. And I, I get you. Now, let me ask yeah. you a question. How often do you tip when somebody pumps your gas? Uh, well, uh, being that I pump my own gas, uh, I use the rewards program. So I'm tipping myself three cents on every gallon of gas <laughs> right. and I'm saving myself. But that being said... In the far and few times that I've had the pleasure, question mark, of going to New Jersey where they do have to pump your gas, I always tip. Everything gets rounded up. Okay. Now, when you go to the supermarket, you tap out, you tap the checkout girl? Yeah. In, okay. In these, right. in, these trouble, in these troubling times, the two times that I've gone to the grocery store, I have. Okay. You're consistent. I will give you that. Okay. I, I guess I'm a, a curmudgeon and a, and, a, and a jerk, but I, I don't. You know what I mean? I, like, so I this weekend, uh, I had to mow the lawn in the crazy heat. But mm-hmm. before I did so, I had to go get gas for the lawnmower. Uh, right. The bridge that I usually have to take, are, or, the, or the bridge by my house that has been closed for the last almost five years, is very close to being reopened. I but I don't. I don't like they have it like um like the orange mesh net. The safety net, yeah. The safety net. It's all safety netted up, but I see if I just hop that safety net, I could get across the bridge because it's quote unquote done. Mm-hmm. But I you know, I don't know if you know me, Todd. I ain't hopping many nets or climbing <laughs> many fences. <laughs> right. So when I went to the Turkey Hill to get gas, I'm like, oh, I'm at the Turkey Hill. We're out of soda. I'm going to go in and get myself a 12-pack of Diet Coke. I got myself a 12-pack of Diet Coke. It was like six bucks. And I gave them eight bucks. And I said, keep the change. Okay. That's just, you know what I mean? It's just like, I don't know. Like, during these times, I, 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 it's obviously just me. If it's these people that are working in that service industry where they're working a register for whatever reason... Um, I feel as though even if I could tip them two bucks or a dollar or three bucks or whatever it is on whatever I'm paying, you know, it, you know, helps maybe, or maybe it doesn't. No, I, and I get you. I'm yeah. of the mind that I tip 
like I said, I would have tipped the bagel delivery person regardless, but I double tipped. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. And even when I went, like when I dropped stuff off and I and I went over to get the pizza with the onions, I went in there and it was like, okay, here's here's your meal. Like it was like, let's just say fourteen dollars. I'm like, keep the six. Like here's yeah. a twenty flat twenty. Go crazy. But I'm of the mind that in the restaurant thing, I'm giving them the tip because one, they only have to, what's the word? Like they have they. They they can't have a full restaurant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so yeah. you're not going to get the tips that you were getting. And there's only so many seatings. You have to have social distancing. And then on top of that, a lot of people aren't coming out. So I'm willing to tip them. I'm looking at someone who, granted, like I said, is in a, in a supermarket or at a gas station who's working hard um, because there's constant stuff there. But I'm like, you know what? I'm going to give my tips to the people who their businesses might close up. Like... I, I know it's weird. They have the ability, like the, the store is not going, they're, it's actually doing probably better than it's ever been doing because people are hoarding and, 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 and stocking up and whatever. And gas stations, people are constantly there, you know, to have gas for whatever. Um, that's kind of the way I look at it. I'm like, I'm going to give my tips to the people who I feel need it most, maybe, if that makes any sense. Sure. But like I said, I'm not a cash machine either. You know? so, right, right. Listen, right. and I have it. You know, um, no, I do have it and where I can, I give, you know, yeah, I don't yeah. want to se- seem like I'm like, oh, like screw all those people. I'm keeping my money. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. But, Cause I think we've talked about this. I, we've even been out. I'm, I'm a firm. I start when it comes to tipping at 20%. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? Unless somebody shits on my plate while I'm eating. Right. Then, you know, you're not getting like, I've had service where it was like, Really? And I understand, like, but once they've realized, like, they've given us shitty service, they like, well, fuck them. Like, I'll have to work on the tables that I'm not getting a tip, that I'm going to get a tip. And it's like, no, if you, like, tell you, like, if, you, if you're polite to me and you give me a reason, you're like, we're backed up, whatever, I'll work with you. But there's been few and far between that I've been like, oh, fuck you, you're not getting a, a good tip. I'll tip anybody, but a good tip, like, you basically ruined my meal. You're 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 done. So, I get you. But and again, the Domino's pizza I, uh, the, that I got <laughs> this weekend for my kid and his little friends to end everything. They wanted Domino's pizza. My kids never had Domino's pizza. Uh, I'm raising a pizza snob in the best way possible. Um, we got the Domino's pizza, and I even I had heard again. This is the first time I'm having Domino's pizza in 15 years. I heard that if you get like the thin crust, mm-hmm. uh, it's not that bad because it's very difficult to screw up thin crust. Right. Um, but it was just like, okay. And the one that I got for him and his little friends, I got the thin crust. I got light sauce. I got extra cheese, you know, all the things that little kids like. And like his little friends loved it. He's like, mm, I don't like it. I'm like, okay. So. Well- you know, it'll um, be another 15 years before we order from there again. Okay. I'm just going to discuss Domino's really quick. First of all, if you're getting the thin crust, you cannot go with light sauce, even though the other kids who, like, I'm a pizza snob also, but I do like my Domino's in cases. You have to get the regular amount because it's so thin that it'll just dry everything out. Like, that's what'll happen. Now, we, um, did get a re- we did get a regular pie for myself, my wife, and the other adults that were here. Mm-hmm. And that was the one that was, like, burned. 
Like the cheese was black and bubbled on it. Okay. Like it wasn't that, like brown. It was black. Right. And that I've never happened. That's yeah. never happened to me. But I will say I'm not a Domino's guy. Like I won't get Domino's often. But I think I may have said this to you before. I don't know why it is. It's the, the, the flavor of the sauce. I will get Domino's is one of the few pizzas that I absolutely adore pineapple pizza, pineapple on, and I'll get bacon and pineapple. And if they have, they have the, but I'll always pick it up because it's like $7.99 for the three topping pickup, like go get yourself. And it's like $10.99 for the five topping. So I'll just be like, all right, I'm going to pay 10 bucks plus tax, whatever. So it's $10.60 for five toppings. What do you want, sir? I want all the bacon and pineapple you can put on for a five topping pizza. And they're like, well, we can only do double. I'm like, listen, I'll make it worth your while. Just put bacon, put pineapple on it. And I go, and it's, I, I absolutely love it. But if I'm going to get like pizza, there's like 10 different homemade or mom and pop pizza places around here. But that's my take on Domino's that, or like if I'm up my brothers and we're just like, I, I can't go out. I'll get delivery. I'll get Domino's a thin crust with pepperoni. I kind of like those are my two, but otherwise I'm not chain store pizzas. Yeah. Yeah. I get you. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, we have like millions of other places, places so good that people will travel all the way from up where Todd lives to come and get the pizza, you know, or, or Buffalo or Buffalo. That's right. <laughs> there or are the traveling wagon that it is. That's, that's right. The, the wrestling, uh, merchandise sling and RV as I call it. Right. Right. Like, I didn't spoil Eddie being on Dynamite this week, but I will spoil that Joey and Kayfabe Collectibles is going to be at the LVAC drive-in shows on August 14th and 15th. Is that, that's the one with the Ready to Rumble documentary, right? Yes. I'm, I might have to go down, I might have to put a few slices of onion pizza in my pocket and head down. <laughs> <laughs> Slide them one. Here's a lint-covered onion pizza slice for you, yes. Joey. Uh, but yeah, those shows are going off. I'm working on something uh, on my end for those shows to happen. There's people traveling from all across the United States uh, for that show, and I couldn't be more excited about it. Good. I'm glad. There's something, you know, to look forward to in all of this, you know? Yes. Uh, but I think that's enough for After Dark. I, I got think my, that was I got a- my food talk in. I got the shit on Domino's, you know? That's right. As much as I try to derail you, but uh, I think that was a powerful episode, Joe. All I would certainly, I would certainly say so. Mm-hmm. So, all right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Uh, maybe you're listening to this early because you're a five dollar patron uh, and up. We do have a new uh, previewing the past coming up this week for July two thousand uh, nineteen ninety, and then again, of course, uh, everyone who is paying less than five bucks is going to get the uh, Mel Brooks talking about history of the world part one this weekend as well so you have that to look to and uh if you're not a patron you have those things to entice you to sign up that's um, right yeah so this is where we'll plug it like i said and uh five dollar folks of course get to listen to these shows in the correct listening order which is the preferred way to listen to uh, these podcasts that's right if you have joe cd that's the way to go that's right um well, again, I'm not going to give away the secret of this, but anyway. Um, right. Thanks for listening, everybody. <laughs> uh, Logboxheroes.com, of course. You're and, listening uh, yeah, to the soon-to-be-named network. The Lamborghini <laughs> of Podcast Networks.